0: That is the believer's profession tonight and every day that we surrender to the King. Hallelujah. God bless you this evening. May you have your seat. God bless you. While I remain standing, <laughs> I want to thank the Lord for his grace upon our lives to bring us back to Edmonton, Canada. Like the pastor said, I was here four years ago. I tried to avoid coming in the winter time. <laughs> I just can't get used to that white thing. <laughs> well, I was born in Africa. I like the sunshine better. <laughs> but I thank the Lord that he made it for us. My son, like the pastor said, John lives in Calgary for some years now. And um, he's been asking me to come to Calgary to come see him and my granddaughter since last year, but we couldn't go do it. But we thank God that he made way this time. We can come here to see your beautiful faces. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to thank God for all of you in this assembly for your support, for your presence. You know, people talk about great leaders, great pastors, but they don't realize it takes great congregation to make great pastors. Amen. So may God bless you tonight. And like the pastor said, when I get excited, I go like a rocket. (laughs) I don't know why. I used not to be like that, but if I go too go too fast for you, just brother, please slow down. Brother Andrew help me out. And I'm out, pastor too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. All right. All right. Brother uh, Abraham made a statement. Uh, and he said that we should not take life too seriously. Yeah. Right. Don't have heart attack, people. Yeah. Please, I beg you, in the name of the Lord. Don't have heart attack. Take life easy. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. But Abraham said, it takes... 80 percent more must to frown than to smile. So when you frown your face, you are doing a lot of work on your heart. So smile, somebody. <laughs> I don't like to go to a place and see your face. What's wrong with him? Just <laughs> smile. That's what, yeah, I want to read the quote quickly. But the Brown said uh, in that message, position of a believer in Christ, he said, you know, life has some very strange things in it, doesn't it? They tell me that it takes 80% more muscle to frown than it does to laugh. So let's be really lazy then. And I said, just laugh instead of frowning. So my father, being Irish, had quite a sense of humor, you know. He said, smile and the world will smile with you and cry, you cry alone. Or something like that. Cry and you cry alone. So that's all. Then he said, be happy. You have not a thing to be scared about. Everything is alright if you are a Christian. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Even, even if you are going through the harshest trials in your life at this time, don't let that drive you away from church. Amen, somebody. Come to church, people. Come and come get your head straightened out. There's too much stress out there. Come to church and be encouraged. Don't steal my pay tapes. Come to church, somebody. Amen. I have learned in my life that whenever I'm going through some hard trials, I learn one thing. Don't stop going to church. I won't do that anyway. Hang around believers and study the Bible, read your message and confess positive. And before you know it, it's going to be all over. Amen. So I'm happy to be here, here tonight with Mr. Manacle. And there's nothing that we need to be scared about tonight. Hallelujah. We're here to worship. We want to see him. Amen. Not to see any man. Thank you, Sister Joe. I enjoyed that. So I told the pastor, the Pastor, sister Joe gets to that, song I like that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I, I want to tell you as a preacher, I also love action. Yeah. I don't like to go to a church where you preach to people and look at it like they're watching television. Wow. I want to resp- respond. Yeah. I want you to say Amen. Go, go get it, second boy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen, somebody. Because Brother Brown say you people are pray the gifts, not us. Yeah. And he said, if you are a true Christian in this bride, when the gospel is preached, it's your name being called. Yeah. So you can you cannot but, but say Amen to it. Yeah. say that's me. Amen. Come on now. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's me. Hallelujah. So let's re- Paul said, rejoice always. Amen. Yeah. So, smile somebody. Turn to your neighbor and say, smile somebody. God bless you. Amen. I love that song that we sing you know, from the Only Believe Psalm Book 253. It says, Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings and see what God has done. Count your blessings. Amen. Amen. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has, has done. Uh, Brother Abraham said, If, I, if God ordered him to go to any trial, Brother Andrew, See, I will not be a coward. I will not run away from it. But I will tell say, Lord, please give me grace to go through it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. May God help us tonight. Amen. Amen. To the glory of God, like pastor said, my name is Tony Ujura Besha, And I've not been told him this before. Ujura Bessa means stay out of trouble. <laughs> and I'm always I'm, I'm running into trouble, but God help me in <laughs> So ways. Um, so... I'm a from Nigeria. I was born in Nigeria. I've been pastoring for the past 40 years. And uh, Pastor Brother Harold, our friend in glory tonight today, has been our mentor for many, many years. Is Sister Lian here tonight? God bless you. Good to see God bless you. God, please get her somebody. <clears throat> I cannot tell you how many times we have called. I've called from Nigeria. To talk to Harold, and he's not home. And she pick, pick up the phone and say, "Brother Tony, he's not here. But telling yeah, yeah, of course, you call you back." And he called back. And most of the time when I'm at mountain, they always lodge me in their home. She cooked me the, the best of the best food in the world. I had a good time with Joel and Melody. Are they here tonight also? So God bless her stay there. May I appreciate her so much. And also thank the Pastor Ed and his family also, and all of you brothers here. May God bless you. Amen. I have done an extensive mission work in the United States in the past 31 years. Um, out of 50 states in America, I've covered 48 states so far within 31 years. Now, I've only missed two states out of 51, 50 states, and that was Hawaii and Alaska. <laughs> Somebody asked me, "Say Brother, why is that?" I said, "Because maybe I cannot. I don't know how to swim." <laughs> that's uh, that's so funny. <laughs> I can't swim, and I, I, I have to stay out of trouble. <laughs> but I've I also done a lot of mission work in South America. And in fact, as a matter of fact, I just came back from Brazil not long ago. I've been in Colombia, I've been in Nicaragua, I've been in the uh, Caribbean and things. To God's glory, amen? Praise the Lord. I am, I've been married just once now. <laughs> god's glory. my wife's name is vivian no, you're a you know why i'm saying that to you because i don't know who said that, that, that see me for the first time one guy told me in, Niger, in the u.s sometimes I, I got a wife in america i said what i said come on uh, now what have you been what have you been smoking <laughs> i've only been married one time to god's glory hallelujah and god bless me with three young men who are also ministers of this gospel both all of them holy ghost filled I have one, only one daughter. Like the pastor said, my oldest son lives in Calgary, goes to Brother Paul of church. And my number two lives in Calgary, John, who was supposed to be here today, but uh, we have some family things to attend to. He has to cancel out. And then my youngest lives in Florida, Elias. Elias and John, Elias and Mike are already preaching, but John is very careful. And I like that. With their own musicians, may God bless them. Hallelujah. So um, I want to thank the pastor, Pastor Ed here. Amen. One more time and his family and you all sitting here. Well, the reason was is because when I came to the ministry forty years ago, you guys sent me the the post, some of post the blue books, some books. Remember? Yeah. You sent to me in Nigeria, and in fact, as a matter of fact, I was the librarian for my entirety for your books and those, all those uh, spoken magazines and. Uh, that man Jezebel got him on all those tracks so I was one that I would take care of them for this church to give all, all new other churches so I thank you all tonight may God bless you I really miss my brother my, my good friend but it's in a better place amen somebody amen. if you tell me, brother Harry, are you, gonna, you don't come back No. said no nope. I'm me her here I, I ain't coming <laughs> anyway we're all heading towards that way anyway very soon He's dressing, hallelujah. May God bless him and bless you all for your vision and support for the ministry. Amen. I only have one daughter, Elizabeth Mida. She's in Nigeria right now. Um, may God bless them all. Um, uh, also tonight, um, uh, the Bible Matthew 24 verse 4 said, In my ye have done it unto the least of these my brethren. Ye have done it unto me. And that's to you for your labor of love in the ministry. So God bless you all for that, for every sacrifice we make for this job. Amen. Um, I want to, if you don't uh, mind tonight, without wasting your time, I want to, to go to the Word of God directly, without wasting time tonight. Uh, before I get nervous, I will not, I will I won't. So if you have a Bible, let's rest on our feet tonight, if you don't, don't mind. Let's talk to the of St. Luke chapter 7, verse 19. 223. And after that, we're going to read from Revelation 10:7. I think I'm still doing good, right? God bless you. <laughs> Let me know, brother Allen, if I'm going too fast, hey, brother. Please come so slow down. <laughs> God bless you. Luke 17, verse nineteen to 23. Then we're going to read Revelation 10:7. How many of us tonight have a need in your life tonight? Is tonight you have a need in your life? Let's let's pray together. Let's bow our heads together in prayer at this time. At this time. Dear Lord Jesus, we raise our hands to heaven where thou Christ seated tonight, signifying surrender, signifying needs in our lives. Lord, and you promised through your servant Paul, in Philippians 4 verse 19, 19, you said, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And this we believe with all our hearts, for Lord I pray that you supply all the needs for the hands that are raised up tonight, Lord, Father. And also, I pray that you help me tonight and calm down my nerves, that I will be able to bring your word to your children. Also, calm down my accent, Lord. Tune the ears my accent. Lord, thou, God, understand all languages and all, 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 all accents. Father, I've been preaching this morning. You can help me and give me strength again tonight, Lord. I'm entrusting you tonight, Lord. Bless your son, Pastor Ed, and the church together at this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We want to speak to you tonight on the subject, Are you the one to come, or do we look for another? Are you the one to come, or do we look for another? Luke seven nineteen, And John calling unto him, two of his disciples sent them to Jesus, saying, Are thou he that shall come, or look for another? When the men were come unto him, they said, John Baptist had sent us unto thee, saying, Art thou he that should come or look for another? And in that same hour, he cured many of the infirmities and plagues and of evil spirits, and unto many that were blind, he gave sight. Then Jesus answered and said unto them, Go your way and tell John what things ye have seen and heard, how that the blind see. The lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Hallelujah. Now, you you can read the same account of this occurrence here in the uh, St. Matthew Gospel, chapter 11, 26, 2 to verse 6. There, you you see that how Jesus actually told the disciples to stand aside and watch him display his Messiah sign before their eyes. So go and then go and tell John what is what you have seen. When you tell John, you will know that that's my ministry. That is Messiah. Then let's turn also to Revelation ten seven, a prophetic scripture for this day. Amen. Revelation ten seven. Yes, sir. But said, but in the days watch of the voice of the seventh angel watch now not eighth angel seventh angel. Uh, hallelujah. And if you understand this important num- numerics of God in prophecy, you understand a lot of things in the Bible. In the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he had declared to his servant the prophets. Also notice that he said the mystery of God as of singular, and not mysteries as of plural. Are you with me, somebody? Yeah. One principal mystery that encapsulates many other mysteries right. in the Bible. Hallelujah. The mystery of God. And when I preach a message entitled, Christ is the mystery of God revealed. Are you with me, somebody? Yeah. You're going to have your seat. God bless you. you can have your seat. God bless you. Uh, in Colossians 2 verse 9, the Bible said, in him Christ Dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That means that Jesus is the A to Z of God. Are you with somebody? Amen. So, and because he's the word. Hallelujah. John 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was the God, and the word was God. And John said, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. Christ is the word of God. Amen. Christ is, the, is all of the scriptures. Amen? I'll hear somebody. Uh, like I said earlier, I just came back from Brazil not long ago with Brother Kenny Cast, my friend. We want to preach some conventions there. And while we're in Brasilia, the capital of Brazil, one of the pastors came to us, Brother John Pereira, and he told us something that really broke my heart. I said, Brother Tony, Brother Kenny, he said that um, there are some preachers in Brazil in this country that try to manipulate other ministers, the message there, they try to subdue them and make them look up to them like the big shot. So if you don't listen to them, then you're not in the message. message. So I said, that's Nicolaitan spirit, brother. That's so wrong. And if you don't listen to them, don't believe their doctrines, they will insult you, they will humiliate you in the public. I said, that's even wrong. That's not even Christianly. So we encourage the brother. I said, bro, John, don't worry about it. Just move on. Just stay with the word. Don't worry about those guys. It's the spirit, and it's all over the world. Amen, somebody. That's a, a hogwash. That's nonsense. But I find out by the that in all my travels around the world, that almost every country under heaven today has someone who claims to be their eighth messenger or ninth messenger. Are you with me, somebody? Which is an error, big error. Amen, somebody. They, they claim that they are Abraham's successor. We don't have anything like that in the Bible. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. When you, Seven is completion. Yeah. When you go to eight, you are in another day. Yeah. Eight is a new day. Yeah. The holy convocation. Yeah. God did not promise us eight messenger. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's why he said, in the days of the vol- of the seventh angel, yeah. when it's a beginning to sound the sun, joy, the midst of God should be what? Finished. Amen. And we, thank, we want to thank the Lord tonight, children of God, for this message of faith. Amen, somebody, for the rapture. Yeah. Uh-huh. God has promised in this, in this age that a special class of people that not taste death, yeah. and that's you and I, somebody. Yeah. We're going to go the best route by the rapture, by the way of a rapture, yeah. amen, body change. So now, that's our emphasis in this message. Our emphasis is the rapture. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're here tonight, to make preparations Amen, somebody. That's, that's what we just sing about a few minutes ago. The body change is about is emphasis. And now from Calvary to where we are today in the ministry, the bread of Christ has come a long way, people of God. We have come for over 2,000 years from, since Calvary. Amen, somebody. Therefore, we are no longer living in the infancy of the bread of Christ anymore. We're not no, no more living in, in the outset of the bride of Christ. Are you with somebody? Yeah. We're not no more living in the babyhood of the Christ, bride of Christ. Yeah. We're not no more, no, more, no more living in the, in the cradle of the, of, the, of the bride of Christ. Yeah. We're not no longer living in the juvenility of the Christ. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. She's not, no longer a baby. The bride today is a mature bride. Yeah. Hallelujah. God is living with a mature bride today. Hallelujah, somebody. And we are not we are we are not like the bride of the first church age in the this apostle. Paul, the, my Bible said, and the taught us also that Paul has to rebuke the, the believers of his day for being dull of hearing. Yeah. Right. They are too babish. They are too carnal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why Paul cannot tell them tell them deep things. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible said Paul was talking to the third heaven. When he came back, he could not tell them. Share with them what they saw there. Because they are too babyish. Yeah. Turn to Hebrews five eleven to fourteen. Hebrews five eleven fourteen. I missed it. I missed it doing better, brother. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Thank you, brothers. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews five eleven to fourteen. Yeah. The Bible said, talking about the Macedonians there. Paul said, "Of whom we have many things to say, are hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing." Hmm, yeah. that's powerful, isn't it? Yeah. Amen. But Abraham said, Paul was taken to the third heaven, which is the sixth dimension today. And he saw things that he couldn't even tell them when they came back. Yeah. But Abraham said, Paul knows the seven thunders. Yeah. He knows the seals. Yeah. But they're not ready then. Yeah. But we can take it today. Yeah. We're not dull of hearing from somebody. Yeah. Right. Verse 12 said, for when the time you ought to be teachers, that is all this year you have been the message. You have need that will teach you again. Which be the first principle of, principles of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk and not one of strong meat. Well, guess what? We can take strong meat tonight, don't we? Yeah. That's what the seventh season was revealed to us. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. He said, for, for everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is a babe. Hallelujah, my dear brothers and sisters. Hallelujah, somebody. Are you still with me? Amen. But the Brown said in Revelation chapter 4, number 1, he said, Paul saw the same mystery that John saw, John the, the beloved. He said, What Paul saw, he was forbidden to speak of it or to put it out to the public. Oh, my. I don't believe he could do it. For a little trip I took one day, I never got no, I've never gone no over it. That's when it was translated in the, uh, go to to the, uh, beyond the curtain of time. Abraham was saying that, uh, see, he saw things that he couldn't talk about. I guess he didn't have words to to say. He was caught up in the third heavens, though. See see up in the third heaven. Hallelujah. See, how different when John, the revelator, was caught up and seeing Jesus, he said, write in a book what you have seen. And give it, give it back, send it back to the churches. But Paul was forbidden to, to speak. And John was even asked to put it in a book, so to go all down through the ages. Oh my! He said, but Ransom is revealed now. The seventh seal is revealed today. Hallelujah, are you with me? He said, it doesn't reveal in these days, but it's revealed right now. Hallelujah. He said, Amen. Are you with me tonight? For us, hallelujah. So today, the brothers, no longer no, 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 no a baby. That's why we don't beg people to come to church. Because they are mature. They know better than that. Yeah. We don't tell members, don't beg, don't run their pastor down. They know better than that. They are mature. Hallelujah. I was telling the church this morning in uh, Brook. Sp- sp- thank you. I say don't no, something wrong was for somebody that would dress up in three-piece suit on a Sunday and go sit down before TV. To play tapes. Something wrong with that that man. We need to come to church somebody. Come to church somebody. The Bible says not to forsake the garden of one another. As a matter of some. But the man says, see, those some are unbelievers. Believers go to church somebody. Amen. Hallelujah somebody. But but I probably said in the countdown, he said, the bride has come to his last countdown. He said seven is God's perfect number. Yeah. And now he has given us the correct countdown. And his countdown is not ten, but the Ray, but seven. Yeah. So we've just been through it in the seven church ages. Now we find out, and over in Revelation, the first countdown was the first age. John second countdown, the second age, and on to the seventh countdown. And he said, here, visible before us. As his picture is drawn, what picture? When Bob Brown was preaching on the seven churches in the Tabernacle, he drew on the platform the, the drawing of the seven churches by inspiration, and he put the name of the messengers from Paul, Irenaeus, Martin, Columba, Hallelujah, Luther, Wesley, and Elijah. He put Elijah as the last church age in his diagram. And right before the whole audience, the angel Lord came down and drew another picture at the back of the wall. And put William Branham as the messenger of the last church age. Not a. Woo! What a vindication, people, people of God. That's what you were talking about here. So he said, as the, as the picture drawn, when the. Oh, so he said that. Uh, let me come back to my quote here. As the picture is drawn, that we had this countdown. The first number of candle was Evisos. The second number of candle was Minor. Then Paragamos, Tyra. It was Sardis, it was Philadelphia, and seven was Laodicea. He said, The last church age. Amen. Not that people of God, after this age, there will be no, there will be no more than any other age. This is the last church that we're in at, 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 at now. right now. Hallelujah, somebody. See, so said, Then it's zero time for the church to leave. Yes. Whoa! Amen. It's time for us to go home, somebody. Yes. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. We sing a song. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blues. The angels become me from heaven's open door. I can't, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh, Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then, Lord, what will I do? The angels become me. From heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Hallelujah. Yes. It's time to go home, somebody. Yes. I have said, oh, we're having fun. One, one, one guy told Abraham, one day said why are you preaching that Jesus is coming, and this, this was going to come to an end? You are scaring the people. Abraham said, why are you scared? Yes. Christians were happy to hear that. How many of us are, here to, are happy to see Christ come back? Yeah. We are tired. Of, I'm tired. I want to go home, somebody. Yes. Because this is not our home. We're just passing through. Hallelujah. So, he said, hallelujah. See, after the church ages have served their term, now we know that age has come and gone, and the vision age has come and gone, the Philippians age Philippi, Philippi, Philippi has come and gone, and we're in the seventh church age said, yes. so at, at the end of it. In the pyramid, if you look at the original pyramid, we have seven steps, the gallery. Well, have seven steps that type the seven churches. At the top of it, the last seven steps, you go to the king's chamber. But between the king's chamber and that last step, you come to a place that is called secret chamber. Yeah. And that's where the, the prophet made the comma. take it to the king. That's right. And that's why we're here today. That's where we're at night, right now. Yeah. We are no longer in Laodicea. We are led this to the bright age. That's what we are. To, hallelujah. not another age. It's a portion of a place, a secret place where God is talking to us. Yeah. You know that song that I saying? Shut in with God in a secret place. Yeah. That's what the bride is today, feeding on that second course menu. Yeah. Amen, somebody. Yeah. After the churches have served their term, and and, I read that, and we are the seventh church age at the, at, the, at, at the end of it. The decent age, and that's the, that's the countdown. Amen. I thought of that man's achievement type God's achievement in his, in, his, in his church. We will go back to what, what man has achieved. Men, uh, uh, back in it, after the Stone Age, said men begin to invent st- stuff. And the first thing they invented was to invent horse and buggy. Yeah. Hallelujah. I know you, you know what I'm talking about. They have horse tied to the buggy and then for transportation. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, I know there some Nigerians here. In Nigeria, say the horse goes. Go, <laughs> Putting the buggy behind it. <laughs> I know you don't like that. Anyway, he said, Man did not stop there. He said, But the man said, That's Luther. He said, Man did not stop there. Man added more horsepower and came to automobile age. Right. Then they can, they can drive car. Hallelujah. I probably said, That's Wesley. Did, man did not stop there. Are you still with me this, this evening? Yeah. Man invented the aeroplane. Right here, there in America. The Wright brothers in Dayton, Ohio. I was there not long ago with my wife and my daughter. And they made the airplane, and men left the ground and went to the sky. He said, that's Pentecost. Yeah. Men left the, the, the ground and went to the, the, to the gifts. Tongues and prophecies. That's Pentecost, hallelujah. Yeah. Men did not stop there. Men added more horsepower, and they came to the atomic age. Yeah. Are you this Somebody? Which we call the astronaut age. Amen, somebody. Yes. Now, let me, now, Barbara that's Eagle's age. Yes. Now, let me explain to you tonight before we close tonight. <laughs> There's a difference between the, aer- the airplane age and the ast- astronaut age. The difference is in the airplane, you can still see the ground. How many of us have flown before in the airplane here? Let me see. You. I know some people, they, they are scared of every airplane badly in America. They will not fly in that thing. But if you have been in an airplane before, you know when you're up there, you can still see the ground. Yeah. Are you with me? I went to fly school myself to be a pilot in South Carolina many many years ago, and you can fly when you are up there, and you can there's an altitude you can still navigate by looking to the to the ground. You watch the sign in the ground, like water tanks and things, to guide your route. But you cannot do that in in the rocket when you're as an astronaut, because in the astronaut you are going into eternity in, in the space. Say, That's Eagle's age. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, but the man said, Luther's age is lizard age. Yeah. Say, Wesley is chicken. Say, Pentecost is crow, but the bride is Eagle. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, we are Eagles of God, for somebody. Yeah. We're not a bunch of chickens. Oh, right, I'm looking at Eagles here today. Are you with somebody? Yeah. Eagles of God, believers. Yeah. God bless you, Eagle. God bless you, Eagle. Talk to your neighbor and say, God bless you, Eagle. These are eagles of God here. Believe us. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. God bless you, eagle. Not, we're, not, we're not not, we're not a bunch of chickens. We are eagles of God. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I like that. Amen, somebody. This is the eagle's age. Yeah. This is the uh, age of faith. Yeah. The age of uh, rapture. Uh, yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. Our brother said in the message, the, the message, um, the God of this evil age, he said, if the eye is to see in this age, the eye will see. He said, the Spirit of God, as it has grown into the full stature of God, is the age that we are now living in. Yeah. Did you he hear what he said? He said, the Spirit of God has grown to His full stature. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. He said, the Holy Spirit is here, vindicating the message of the hour. And the Holy Spirit is doing this. So that the people that believe God will be called out of this chaos. Right. Yeah, my, my pastor said, Lagos is chaos. <laughs> Actually, this age is a chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Right, pastor? That's right. This age is chaos. Hallelujah. And God is calling all, all, all of us this bride out of chaos. Hallelujah, yeah. yeah. my brothers and sisters. So the seven watch, watches, seven churches have come to his end. But Brown also taught us that, that there have been seven watches, which you understand, which is seven churches. And seven messengers to the seven ages, not eight. And, I, and I'm my reason why I'm saying that. I'm going to come to that in a few minutes. Hallelujah. And we know seven is completion, somebody. If you know God's numeric, I know you know God's numerics. Seven is what? Completion. Let's go. And let's go right. I know you don't, I know you don't already. Two is fellowship, right? Three is perfection. Four is earthly number of redemption. Five is grace, yeah. F A I T is faith. Yeah. Hallelujah! Somebody. Yeah. G R A C grace. Yeah. Five is grace. Six is man's number in creation, yeah. but seven is completion. Yeah. Eight is a new day, a holy convocation, a new beginning. Yeah. But the Brown said ten is a bad number. Yeah. Are you with somebody, Sister yeah. Joy? But the Brown said ten is not good. That, that's man's number. It's a bad number. Remember that, why he said that was because remember in the book of Ruth. Chapter one, verse four: When Naomi left Israel and went to the land of Moab, Moab, she was there for ten years. Remember, yeah. she and she lost everything. She lost her husband Elimelech, She lost her two children, sons Shiloh and Malon. Right. So, but one said, ten is a bad number. But twelve and twenty-four represent worship. Forty is a generation or trials, and fifty is Pentecost or jubilee. But seven is completion, somebody. Now I want to show you before we close this evening that number seven to see how powerfully prophetic it is in the revelation of of Jesus Christ. Seven golden candlesticks, seven stars, seven spirits, seven messengers, seven churches, seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials, seven virtues. Seven, seven, seven seven is completion, somebody. And we found out today, people of God, that we have been through seven churches, or seven watches, and we have, we have come to the end of the last one, the seventh one. And each of these, these seven messengers were sent to each of these seven churches. Each age has their own messengers, which are, those men are God's voice of, of those ages, starting from Paul to Elijah. Amen, somebody. So, not eight messengers now, but seven. And I know there are a lot of kind, kind of, all kind of eight messengers, Doctrine going around message today in America and Canada, all over the world today. Even in Nigeria, we have eight messengers. I said, Where did you come from, man? <laughs> eight messenger? I don't see you in the Bible. Yes. He said, Yeah, God talked to me. I said, "Not that's my God. God will never go against His word. Hallelujah. Yes. There's no room for no eight, eight messenger or nine messenger. They even, they even have Elohim. Can you believe that? Men don't fear God. Elohim, yeah. hey, that's God, the self existing one. A man, take that title himself, is Elohim? No, you know Elo- 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 Elohim. Yeah. You are a man. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. So, we found out that in this last day, God also sent us a prophet in this last age, in this seventh church age. He did not send us a, 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 a pastor. He didn't send a reformer. He sent a prophet, an eagle. Yeah. I kind of like what happened uh, one time that David Brandon Brother Billy Paulson was sent in Canada, Canada somewhere. And somebody had his him, He said, Brother, he said, your name is Branham, right? He said, Yes. He said, Isn't your grandfather a pastor? David said, No, sir. My father is a, is a prophet. Yeah. You know, Branham was, wasn't a pastor, he was a prophet. A yeah. prophet under the pillar of fire. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we're not following a reformer. We don't reform nobody. Right. Yeah. Right. We reform you, Tell you how to dress, tell, dress you up as a Christian and go and steal like a devil. No, we don't do that. God, you have to convert. You have to burn again. Hallelujah, somebody. Brother Brown, so that, that's why don't had the courage to say, I am God's voice to you. Right. Let me read that quote quickly before we close today. In the, in, um, uh, uh, he said that, I want to read, when the message got my commission, May 5th, 1951, But the Brown said, Now I'm just your brother. Very humble man, O oh God. By the grace of God, when the angel of, of the Lord moves down, it becomes then a voice of God to you. Yes. And watch out. Every day Abraham made that statement, right in the audience, they begin to resent him. Uh-huh. And Abraham now changed from a humble man to man that has authority. Watch. He yeah. said, so maybe if I have offended you by saying that, forgive me. But I felt that that might be resented. But I am God's voice to you. Yes. And that's why I'm going tonight. People, got, I can go. I can close right now. William Bram is God's word to you, yes. to you, yes. to you, yes. to me. Not no, nobody else. Yes. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. So now I say, said, I said the first time I was under inspiration, see, and I felt bad about it the first time, but it, the angel of the Lord, repeated it again. Yes. Now you see, I can say nothing myself, but what He shows me, I say it, you believe it and watch what happens. What, what a challenge tonight, amen. amen. So, in the book of Chronicles, second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20 it says, believe in, his, believe in his prophet, believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets, and you shall prosper. Amen. How many of all have on the prophet prosper tonight? When you believe your prophet or God, you're gonna prosper, hallelujah! You're gonna make it in life, hallelujah! So, the new international Bible version says. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will, you will be upheld. Mm-hmm. Have faith in this prophet, and you will be successful. Amen. How many, that, how many believe that? believe that tonight? So, so therefore, if you want to be successful, stay with the message of the hour. I've been I mean somebody. So the doctrine of the late message is an error, big error. Hallelujah. And I'm sure all of us have heard about it all over the country. Ministers, pastors, they have been the message. They even said Brother Bran was a liar. That's a blasphemy. Yeah. What an insult. I'll tell Brother Jerry this morning. I said, Brother Jerry, if they have said that when Brother Ray was here or not, they will pack them, pack them out dead. Yeah. You call my prophet a liar? Yeah. You're, out of, you're out of your mind, man. Yeah. He ain't no liar. He's a prophet. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Come to find out it's an evil spirit on those guys. Hallelujah. Are you being somebody? What is it in this people? It's a treat of demons. Demons that forsook Paul. Yeah. He will follow Paul, like Brother said, he's followed Paul for many years, so this supernatural in his life in history. saw all the signs and miracles. But he cannot understand how Paul can live a very poor life. That kind of gifts. So he want to do something about it. So he left Paul. But that's what the Prophet of God said demons not go back to the world. No, he went back on started the ministry that can make money. And those who are, those are against the message today, they are not going for anything but money. It's all about money, people of God. 2 uh, Timothy 4 verse 10, Paul said, there must, said that, uh, Paul, They must has forsaken me. And Brother Brown said, now, uh, making a comment on that scripture, he said, There must come a time in, in, in his ministry when he, Paul, was a young evangelist, a young prophet, Everybody was for him, but now you notice on down there he said, All men have forsaken me. What for the word. So when Jesus, the young prophet of Galilee, he got a time that he was forsaken. All men who stay with God's word get to that place where they are forsaken by the world and the religious world. Jesus fed 5,000 one day, and they pick up a basket full of fragments of five loaves and two fishes. And the very next day, I believe it was, he, he, he began to come down with the word, and all of them began to depart from him. And looked around to the disciples and said, Will he go also? Even, hallelujah! And, and the Peter said those notable words by saying, Lord, where will we go? That alone has the word of eternal life. Amen. That's me today. I ain't going nowhere. Pastor, I'm, going, I'm not going nowhere. When I come to this message, I quit shopping, people of God. Brother when I come to this message, I stop shopping. All this year, where am I going to go? What am I going to preach? Brother, look, those guys use this message to make a name for themselves. Now they turn against the message. Nah, modern day demons. Brother I said, Notice, but the time comes when the the forsaking time comes. It's a prediction he predicted. And it's got to to come. It must come, he said. And here we are today. Hallelujah. And now I've got got several prophets and things in here to refer to. To prove to you that that time comes. And it has arrived for me. He said it has arrived for me. No need of trying to rub away from it. It's here. And you just must take it. They didn't rub away from it. They stood and took it. And not being ashamed of the gospel. Amen. I don't know about you, but I ain't going nowhere. Right. Where am I going to go? Yeah. Right. But Andrew, where am I going to go? I am going nowhere. Right. Yeah. You sing a song. How uh, 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 what do you sing that song? Um, um, that, uh, that's, that's what I was I like that song. Have... have uh, Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. I'm home forever. I'm going nowhere. This is my life. Amen. I need no other arguments, people of God. In the message, another one at the end time, July 25th, 1965, the Brown said, Amen, amen, somebody. He said, now I want you to know this, sure. And you that listen to this tape, you might have thought today that I was trying to say that about myself. mean that I was packing this message. I have no more to do with it than nothing. No more than just a voice. And, and my voice, even against my better judgment, I wanted, to be, I wanted to, be, to be a trapper. But it's the will of my father that I declare to do and determine to do. Then he said, I wasn't the one that appeared down the, on the river. What or river? Or Ohio River. How many of you have been there before? I've been there before. In 1933, when it was baptized, 17 persons in the Ohio River. And they said, those who are there, they said they, the pillar of fire came down on that old Ohio bridge, Pastor Ed, during the broad daylight. And that pillar of fire walked its way gradually, slowly, and they can see it moving gradually. And came to where Brown was baptized, the 17th person, and hung by his head. And the voice spoke from that light and said, as John the Baptist was sent to follow my first coming, so are you sent with a message to follow my second coming? So that's why we're going to the people of God. So William Brown is not the foreigner. He ain't, he ain't he's not here anymore. He's resting in glory today. But guess what? The message, we start the message today with us. So this is the foreigner. The message is the foreigner. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Amen. So see, I, wasn't, I was only standing there when he appeared. He's not, he's not, I'm not the one that performs these things and foretells these things that happens. As prophets are there. I'm only one that's near when he, he does it. I was only a voice that he used to say it. It wasn't what, it wasn't what I knew. It's what I just surrendered myself to that he spoke through. It isn't me. It wasn't the seventh angel of the man. Oh, no. It was the manifestation of the son of man. It wasn't the angel of the man. It, it, it is his it is, message. It was the mystery that God unfolded. It's not a man. It is God. The angel, the man, William Brown, is not Christ. Right. He's not the son of man. Right. Hallelujah. He was the messenger from the son of man. William Brown was a son of man, revealing the son of man. Right. The son of man is Christ himself. Hallelujah. He yeah. said, The son of man is Christ. He's the one that you are feeding on. Yeah. Yeah. You are not feeding on, feeding on a man. A man is what will fail. But you are feeding on the unfilling body word of the Son of Man. Whenever the pastor comes here to preach to you, you are not feeding on him. That's that's beyond. That's too much for him. You are feeding on Christ through a divine gift in him. Are you with this on somebody? So we are not feeding on, feeding on a man. We are feeding on God Himself. Tonight, tonight we are not feeding on Brother Tony. That's too much for me. I can't do it. But we are feeding on, on Christ Himself through a divine gift from heaven. Amen. So William Bram is the only one that God sent to us in this last day people of God. Any other self-acclaimed messenger should go, go home and get a job. Are you with me, somebody? Amen. I said, did you go and get a job? William Bram is my prophet, and I don't owe anybody any apologies for that. Okay. Amen? <laughs> in, um, in the message, um, the voice uh, the, um, the, um, uh, I want to read from the voice of God in these last days. He said that uh, any voice that's against the voice of the hour is the voice of our, of our enemies. Yeah. He said that um, because, they are, now because there are so many voices, the true voice is now strength to the people. God's voice is strength to the people. He said, and we've noticed in our scripture reading that the voice of God was foreign to them. And it's become that, that way again today. That the voice of God, there are so many other voices. They are the voice of Hollywood. The voice of preachers. Even I, I, I hope I don't hurt out your feelings. The voice of Joseph Branham, all kind of voices. Right. And when people hear that, when they now come to the true voice of God, they are confused. Yeah, exactly. If you are here tonight you are, you are confused, I want you to come out of that. Snap out of that. Come back to the true voice of God in these last days. Right. There's only one voice, and that's William Brannham is our voice today, God's voice today. And it has become that way again today that the voice of God, there are so many other voices. And then if God promised he will give us that, the message, and if other voices are contrary to the voice of God, then it must be the voice of our enemy to confuse us that we we will not understand the voice of God when he spoke. Hallelujah, my dear brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. I'm almost on bear with me. Hallelujah. But the brothers said, please don't die. No, no, sir. Remember those imposters? during the first church that claimed to be apostles from Jerusalem. They want to claim originality. We're from Jerusalem. That means we saw the Lord Jesus Christ. We work with Him. We know all about ministry. That's what they did today too. We saw Brother Branham, and so what? I don't care. But well, do you see the message? Do you believe? Are you living the life? That's the key. I didn't see Brother Branham. I don't have to see him. But I've seen my message. Amen. That's it for me. That's, that's what I needed. Amen, somebody. That's enough for me. In Revelation 2, verse 2, you remember there? It said, and, and, I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how thou cannot bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them, we say, they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars. That's, that's right, they are liars. You know, when they say they know Brother Abraham, they were with Brother Branham." we're going to start bowing to them, respecting them. No, no, not me. Oh, I want to hunt with him. And so what? And what? Thomas was with Jesus Christ, but still denying him. Even to the point that after Christ came out of the grave, he won't believe it. Thomas said, I won't believe until I see. So one day, Pastor Ed, the apostle was up there in the upper room, John Mark's up upstairs in the upper room, and the Lord just appeared. peace. And the call straight to Thomas he said, Thomas, come here. Come, come on. I'm not the spirit. Come and touch my hands. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the day. I'm, I'm resurrected. Come and touch my hands. You know, that guy was so dumb. He he went and touched, he went and touched it. And after I touched him, he said, Oh my Lord, my God. Too late. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Lord, please forgive me. I'm sorry. He went and touched it. And the Lord said. Because thou saw thou believers. Blessed are those that do not see but believe. Yeah. And that's how you. I this is Abraham, but I believe this message. Amen. So that does not mean nothing. Amen. I'm going to read another quote before we close this evening. In the message, God's children's place of worship, Abraham said, I'm, I'm, I'm responsible for a message. He said, my friends, I don't know hurt your feelings, but I'm responsible for a message. And that message is, come out of this mess. Amen. And if I ask you to come out, where am I going to take you to? Will I take you to Brandon Tamanako? It has much fault as any of the rest of them. Yes. So, we'll, we'll, Brandon Tamanako is under our headquarters. Alright? Headquarters, headquarters, headquarters is heaven. Yes. Where Christ is. And Jesus is our CEO. Yeah. Are you with me somebody? Not, 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 not in Indiana, not Jeffersonville. Right. He said, but there's, he said, there's only one place I can take you to where you are saved and Protected from death. That's in Jesus Christ. God's place of worship. That's the place I'm introducing to you tonight. Where God put his name. Where he promised he will meet every person that come in there. He will worship with him and feast with him. That's in, that's in Christ. Not in no church, no tabernacle, but in Christ. He is God's tabernacle. He's the place that God came into himself and dwelling in when he said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am pleased to dwell in. There is where God, tabernacle, brought his name and placed it upon Jesus Christ. Therefore, his name was put in, in a man, his son, Jesus Christ, in which he tabernacle himself. Are you waiting somebody? I'm close. Are you the one to come or look for another? In our text tonight, we read from the book of Luke, where we read about John the Baptist, the great prophet of God, who introduced Jesus Christ the Lamb of God that take away the sins of the world. And after I was arrested and put in prison, he began to doubt the Messiah of Jesus Christ. He said, go ask him, is he the one to come or do we look for another? Yeah. Then when I first came to the message, I have a problem with that, brother. Ray. How can he? I said this man just said the other day that thou art the Lamb of God. That take away the sins of the world. Now you're saying that you are go to ask him if he's, you, are, you are questioning your own confession. <laughs> but Brad said, what happened to John there? He said, his eagle, his eagle eye began to film out when, when he was in prison. And today, the eagle eye of many people are filming out. That's why they turned against the messenger and calling Baramo kind of bad names. Hallelujah. And the message paradox, February 6, 1964. Brother, brother brothers, then, then after his eagle eye got filmed over, down in the prison, he said, go ask him if he really is one or another, or look for another. But so Abraham said, that was disregarding. That's disrespectful to the Lord. How about somebody today that's saying, but Abraham is not Elijah of Malachi 4. It's disrespectful. It's an insult to God. And that's right. So but Jesus knew that, that he paid John a great respect. He said, who did you go out to see? Right. Yeah. A man dressed in raiment." They don't handle the sword. They kiss the babies and bury the dead. They are in king's palaces. Say, but what did you go out to see? A real chicken with any wind? When one organization offered him a little more than the other or some community, he moved to that, that community. Now, John. Say, what did you go out to see? A prophet said, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. Say, he was the messenger of the covenant. It was a bridge between Old and New Testament. Because from Malachi to, to, Ma, uh, to the Matthew, there, for 400 years there was no prophet. John linked the two together. I was telling the church at uh, uh, Rosewood this morning why did God refuse to send Israel prophet for 400 years? What happened to people of God? Go and search in the scripture. Then when the last prophet came, Malachi, Israel was mad against God. And churches said they cannot understand God's love. How can you say you love us? Let's read that if you, know, if you have time. Let's read Malachi 2. We have time. Is that okay, pastor? Amen. Talk to Malachi quickly before we pray tonight. I'm, I'm almost done here. I know you've got to work tomorrow. Malachi chapter Malachi 2. Let's read chapter one. I'm sorry, chapter one Malachi one from verse one. The burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi, I have loved you, said the Lord, yet ye say, wherein hast thou loved me? Loved us. Was not Esau Jacob's brother? Said the Lord, yet I love Jacob, and I hate Esau, and laid his mountain and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Because in the seven church, Babylon said they could not understand how God can love them and allow them to go through trials. Yeah. Yeah. But then Babylon said, his love is elective. Yeah. That you are here today, you are blessed by God. Yeah. Before, God, I was reading the quote this morning, how that God had to search through nations to look for his bride. And he, he came to you, past passed thousands to come to you. Yeah. That's enough, that's elective. Why? Because he loves you. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah! Somebody. Yeah. So, whatever you go through, he knows about it. Yeah. All trials that you went through, he knows about it, and he will help you through it. Amen. Yeah. Are you the one to come, or do we look for another? Right. The difference between John the Baptist and the, this blasphemer today is that when John questioned the Messiah, to Jesus Christ, he did not blaspheme. He was careful. It's a joy. But these guys that are so ruthless and careless, calling Abraham a liar, if you call your friend a brother a liar, you're going to be upset. How much a whole prophet of God Call him a liar. Oh my God. Amen. May God help us. But whatever you do, people of God, stay in this message of people of God. Don't leave this church. Come to church somebody. Young people, come to church. Don't be discouraged. I like the song that brother, brother, uh, li- uh, br- brother. this brother in Tennessee sing, Brother you Lino know, Yans. He said, This ain't the time to get discouraged. This ain't the time to turn around. You can fight with your back to the devil. He's going to you. Yeah. You have to face him with the two-edged sword. Yeah. You can defend yourself, carrying or loaded. You have to be loaded with God's promises, yeah. the bullets to fight the enemy. If you are sick, the devil said you cannot be healed, said you are a liar. The Bible said, by his stripes I am healed. Amen. End of story. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't run away from church people of God. Come to church people of God. Don't stay home and play tapes. This Jesus, is too true. There's power in this message people of God. Uh, you hear, I don't know if you hear there, here heard my testimony. They're here I my before you today. A few years ago I have stroke Twice. My mouth was twisted. My leg was paralyzed on one side. But today, but today I play soccer. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, I play soccer. I'm serious. I, I do some dribbling too. To show that God is not dead, people of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody. He's not dead. He's alive forevermore. Hallelujah. Not only like that. Only that a friend of mine sent me a testimony. From Somebody from Brazil, there's this young man in Brazil, he used to go to Assemblies of God Church. Someone testified to him about the message of the hour. He believed the message, but he did not commit. He was not baptized in the water yet, but he believed the message. So later on, this young man in Brazil found a good job, a, good, a nice job, and built a nice home, his dream home. And God blessed him with a young girl. And when this girl was about 10 months old, people of God, he went to his job, and one of his uh, his in-laws came to his house to spend some time with his wife. And that day, while he, they, they, his wife and his in-laws were in the kitchen, they didn't know, Pastor Ed, that little baby, 10 months old girl, crawled from the to, there to the back of the house, because they had a, a pool that they have, at the back of the house, a swimming pool. And that, that, that girl, little girl you know, crawled from there, and fell to that it was put and, and drowned. Isn't that something? So um, they didn't realize what happened. So later on, the mother being to look for her daughter, so, so eventually went to the back of the house and found that girl dead in the water. So they brought her out of the water and called the father to come back home quickly. So when the father came home, she was carrying the baby in her, in her, hand, her hands. What can she do? She the baby's dead. But the father said, well, okay, I know, I know she's, not, she's gone, she's not breathing. Well, let's go to the emergency room. Let's go to the hospital, anyhow. So he carried the baby and the mother in the, in the car and drove to the hospital. On the way to the hospital, this young, young man was not going to going to message church yet. We believe the message. As I was driving, he said, something came upon him and said, You know, I wish brother William Bram is alive today. I know he will have proved my daughter, my dad would have lived. He kept driving something came upon it. Say, you know what? God, if God of Abraham is a true God, let my baby come back to life. Amen. All of the minute that girl begin to breathe. Amen. That girl came back to life Amen. to show that William Brown is not a fake prophet. Amen. Hallelujah! Somebody, Amen. this message is truth. Oh. This is a true message the people of God. Don't leave the church. Stay in the message. There's no other message. Love your pastor. Love one another. Amen. Somebody. God still answers prayers. My son said, "Daddy, heart stroke. It's over. You will not preach anymore." But God said, "He didn't over yet." So Lord, all oh, oh, Lord, all this year I've served it with all my heart. Give me one more chance. To take you into the world. And God healed me. I can walk again. I can talk again. I can preach. And since so after I healed me, people of God, I've been to so many countries winning so for Christ. Yes, sir. That's my God. That's your God. That's how we sing that song. God's not dead. He's alive. God's not dead. He's alive. God's not dead. Yes, Allah. I feel him in my heart. I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him in my whole. Our God is not there, people of God. He's here to bless you. If you are sick, my God will heal you. William Bram is not here, but the message you see here. This message is true. When my father, my father, Chief passed away. Before he passed away, he was blind. My father lost his sight totally. When to the hospital, they couldn't help him. I went and prayed for my father. He got his side back. Under this message, anointing. This is mercy, true message people of God. There's no other people of God. Amen. Are you the one to come or do you look for another? And if you are here tonight and you have needs in your life, God will supply those needs. If you are sick, my God will heal you. Amen. I don't care what the doctor told you. My God is still a healer. But the Bible said, when Christ died on the cross, he died for two, two atonements that, that in one. Say so he died for our sins and he died for our sicknesses. So if you are here tonight and you are sick, my God will heal you if you can believe. For all things are possible Amen. to everyone that believes. it. Amen. Hallelujah. That's I'm, going, I'm not going anywhere. I ain't going nowhere. No, sir. I'm home to stay. Nobody, nobody else is coming. He has already come. I already got my own prophet. What about you? We sing that song, I'm going through, I'm going through. It's the Lord I have started to walk in the light, shining upon me from heaven so bright. I bid the world and its follies adieu. After the name Jesus asks, I'm, I'm going through. I'm going through, yes, I'm going through. I'll pay the price whatever others do. I'll take the way with the lost despised few. I'm going through Jesus. I'm going through. I don't care what anybody else do. I'm going through purple love. I'm going all the way to the end. So don't be discouraged, people of God. Don't be discouraged. Believe God. Believe the word. God is still, is still a healer. He answers prayers. If you ask God for any, anything and don't see the answer immediately, don't worry about it. Take your time. That does tell me he has not heard your prayer. He heard you. He's not deaf. He had it the first time. What the time to do is to wait for his own time. Not your time. Because God has his own time. Just be patient. Wait on God. That's why Isaiah said, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. Are you with somebody? Amen. Don't be in a hurry. Don't rush to wait on God, people of God. Because you'll come through some, some later on. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pray in a few minutes. Whatever you need, need in this, is in this message. Don't be a complainer. Be a worshipper. Yes. Yes. God hates complaining. Yes. Complaining is not good for you. Yes. There's no virtue in complaining. Yes. Complaining make you weak. Yes. And don't hang around those who are complaining. Don't hang around people who are negative. Yes. Hang around those who are negative positive. They will help your faith. Yes. Amen. Somebody. Yes. So, uh, God bless you tonight. Um, I want. I kind of time conscious. Where are we today then? Where are we in the, in the prophecy? The bride is now in Revelation 10, 8 to 11. We are now in the bride's ministry. William Brown has, has done his own part. He's gone to glory Resting rest today. It's now your ministry, my ministry. Turn to Revelation 10, verse 8 to 11. Revelation 10, 8 to 11. And the voice which I heard from heaven speak unto me again and said, Go and take the little book, which is the, we know is the Bible, right? Yeah. And say which is open in the hand of the angel, which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me that little book. That same book was closed in Revelation chapter 5. But in Revelation 10, verse 1, that book was opened in the hand of my angel. Christ, sadly, that's the very Bible, the seals. Hallelujah. The other man Elijah came down with one leg on land, one leg on the sea, right? The brother says, showing that in this last day, Christ is coming to claim his, his subjects. The dead and the living saints at the same time. Hallelujah. With the Bible open. That's what Baran Bible Christ is the seed that, seed that will open. He's, he's those seals. Hallelujah. That same book right now, in Revelation 10, verse 8, the angel said, go and take that book and eat it. Yes. Yes. Eat the book. Study the message. Right. Play the tapes. Yes. Amen. Amen, somebody. It will help your faith. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Verse 9 and I went on the angel and said unto him, give me that little book. And he said unto me, take it and eat it up. And it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be, be in thy mouth sweet as honey. And that's what the word of God does to you. When you hear it, it's sweet. Say, amen, amen. But when it comes time to live the life, it's bitter. Right. Hallelujah. That's how it is. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and I ate it up. And it was my my mouth sweet as honey, and as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. And this is where we are today, people. The day of the bride's prophecy. My Bible says because the testament of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Amen. And we are saying the same thing. We are not saying anything, anything contrary to what, what our messenger preached. In COD, uh, COD, question 194, somebody asked Abraham, he said, would the brother of Christ have a, a, have a ministry before the rapture? He said, sure. That's what's going on right now. See, the brother of Christ, suddenly, it is the message of the hour, see? The brother, brother of Christ, she consists of apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors. Is that right? I don't see tape ministry here, people. I don't see tape ministry. Do you see tape here? No. So we are, if you're following tape ministry, I pray for you for deliverance. Amen. You need the, you, the, the file for ministry what God, God sent to us. The file for ministry is the bride's dress wear. Yes. Hallelujah, somebody. Right. We played t- Before they told us to play, t- we have been playing tape now at home. Even before, the, on the day of cassette, we played tape now at church. So you don't have time to play tapes. But that's not my, that's not my ministry. The word is my ministry. Amen. And the Bible ministry, because that's, the, the Bible ministry will dress the bride for the rapture. Amen. Are you with me? Some, your pastor will preach to you. The apostle, I'm here today. You don't know me before. Most of you don't know me. Others will come. Evangelist, teacher, apostle. One here, one there. A little here, there. Like Isaiah said, precept on being upon precept, not upon line. Here a little, there a little. That might make you profit. Hallelujah. Not tape ministry. Tape cannot cancel you when you are sick. Tape cannot pray for you. Your pastor will pray for you. Not tapes. Oh! I'm closing. Forgive me. Amen. But the bride said, the, 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 praise God forever. Yes, listen to the authenticated prophet of, of God who appeared in this last age. What is said from God, the bride will say. said the spirit and the prophet and the bride will be saying the same thing. And what they will have said will have been present in the word. Yeah. Hallelujah. They are saying it now. Come out from among them now and be ye separate. Yeah. The cry has gone out. The cry has gone out. How long will the cry go out for? We do not know. But one thing we do know, it won't be long. For this is the last age. Yeah. Say, so he that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said to the churches. Said so the Spirit has spoken. The setting sun is about to fade into eternity, for the church ages. it'll be, it be, it be all over. Then it'll be too late to come. But if somewhere in this in this church here, in this series, if God has dealt with you by His Spirit, may you even now turn to Him in repentance and give your life to Him, that by His Spirit He may give you eternal life. Like I said, as I'm closing, look, I close my, my iPad, and I'm done. I ain't, I ain't lying, too. See, I said, don't live your life in complaining. Give God praises. And that's why God loved David, David so much, Pastor Ed. Of all that David had done all, done all this life, he was a liar, he was an adulterer, he was the murderer. You know how he killed uh, that man, Beersheba's husband? Yeah. See, after all those uh, sins that he committed, God still said, David, you are the apple of my eye. I found out how can, that's super grace there. How can God love David with all the i done wrong? If God can do that to David, he can do much to you tonight, tonight. So even your own mistake cannot, cannot change God's mind about concerning you. Your own sin cannot change God's mind concerning you. One thing about David is that if you tell David was wrong, he was ready to repent. You say, I'm wrong, I did it, I'm wrong. Another thing that David was a worshiper. Those songs are songs of worship. Amen, somebody. one day we were told that David, I'm done, I'm done. David was, uh, they brought the ark to the land, and David was happy to see the ark of the Lord. He loved the word of God so much, and when, when the ark came back to the time, was doing that, that was some worship time, yeah, yeah. having a good time before God, and we going to dance before the, the, the ark. Yeah. The, that man was doing, going, hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. It's like unto thee. Oh, Lord, who is like unto thee? Oh, Lord, among the gods, who is like thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises. Doing wonders, hallelujah. The man would go like this. He'd go like that. He was having a ta- good time before God. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. God loved him for that. Yeah. Hallelujah. And God said, God, God called the angels over and said, Uriel, Gabriel, look down there. That's my servant. Well, He's pressing me. Yeah. For my Bible said God inhabits the presence of his people. Yeah. But Abraham said, God loves to worship. Yeah. He, he also said worship brings him down. You went to somebody, bro. He was having a good time. We'll go this way, you go that way, we'll go down like this. And until his crown fell off. And back in the palace, his wife looked from the windows, despised him. Yeah. Say, What? This man is so shameless. A whole king in Israel. Look at him. He's so shameless. And the Bible said, God hard in heaven. You know what God did to his wife? God crossed her womb for that. She never had any baby in life. But Brother said, if you see anybody worshiping God, if you cannot join them, don't say anything about it. Leave them alone. Because God loves worship. In worship, you see healing during worship. In Nigeria, we see people feel the Holy Ghost during worship service. God loves to worship. May God bless this evening. Let's start on our feet today together. Are you the one to come or do we look for another? Let's buy this evening. We don't need another message. We already got that message today, people of God. Stay in the message, stay in the word. Let's buy ahead at this time before the pastor comes. How many of us here will say, Lord, please increase my courage in you, increase my faith? God bless us, God bless you all. God bless you. Pastor, please come and pray for us. God bless you, yes, yes, God bless you. I've come this far. I find no fault. I feel like going on. It's far. Find no fault. Feel like This far, find no fault, feel like going on. It's a LZ test, and troubles, troubles all, all around. Will I, no no I, like like well, I come this far? I find no fault, fault I feel like going on. Will I come this far? I find no fault, I feel like going on. This far, I kind of fall, I feel like oh. like